0: Brought to you by Kylie Kay and Brianna Stewart. On today's show, we explore how a trial from their childhood changed her life. It's 1935, and Jean Louise Harris Finch is only eight years old and in the attendance of the trial of Tom Robinson, a disabled black man accused of taking advantage of a white girl, Mayella Ewells, which rocked the town of Maycomb to its core. Not only will Mr. Robinson be on trial for a crime he did not commit, but it will also bring the light to the hidden reality behind this case, racism. We're here with Ms. Harris-Finch to hear her opinions on how this trial affected her. So, Mrs. Harris-Finch, what led you to becoming a lawyer?
1: Well, it's a long story, so let me start from the beginning. It all started when I was 8 years old and attended the trial for Tom Robinson. A black man falsely accused of sexual assault. My father, Atticus Finch, was the defendant of Mr. Robinson against Mayella Ewell, the supposed victim. After the trial, I realized that I only wanted to be a lawyer. I know I was only eight at the time, but what can I say? I had big dreams. Now, it was difficult because at the time, women could not easily become lawyers, but I stayed determined. I continued growing up with my brother, Jim, and my soon-to-be husband, Charles. Charles and I always knew we were meant to be good together. Anyways, when I finished my schooling, I moved out of Maycomb and went to Washington, D.C. to try to become a lawyer. I found a good school that I attended until I was able to achieve my degree in law. I defended many people of color against false accusations, just as my father did. I worked as a lawyer for 40 years, soon reaching the year 2000. I retired in the year 2000 at the age of 73.
0: That is a crazy story, Mrs. Harris-Finch. That is just so unbelievable. Going back, how did you meet your husband? And like you said, how did you know you were meant to be together?
1: Well, we met when I was six and Charles was seven. We got engaged during the summer at my old home in Maycomb. We wrote each other letters back and forth all throughout the year and he would come to visit every summer. The summer of the trial, Charles couldn't come down to Maycomb because his mother married and he had gained a new stepdad who prevented his return to Macomb. Charles felt like his family didn't care about him. They neglected him, and he decided to run away. He ended up running away to our house. After Charles was found, he sat on my bed, and we talked for hours and hours until we eventually fell asleep. Because he had run away, he was able to see the trial with us. After the trial, school was starting again, and Charles had to leave. I didn't see him until the next summer, where I told him everything that had happened with Bob Ewell and Boo Radley. While he was jealous that I had talked to Boo Radley, he was also really mad at Bob Ewell and really happy I was okay. I guess that was when we realized that our childhood marriage had blossomed into us actually liking each other. When I moved to Washington, D.C. to pursue my career in law, Charles followed. We got married very quickly and I, after I finished my schooling. We returned to Maycomb for the wedding, and all of my lovely family was there. Charles' parents did not attend because they had completely forgotten about his existence, which could be a sad thing, but they never did love him, so it worked itself out. After the wedding, we got our first house in Maycomb but moved due to the work in Washington for law. We moved to a new house in Washington, D.C. where we had three beautiful children, a son and two daughters, Atticus, Mary, and Julie. But as everything does, they grew up and had kids and they gave me the best thing I could have ever asked for. I have so many wonderful grandchildren, Jacob, Emily, Emma, Anthony, Alexis, and my three adopted grandchildren, Grace, Ava, and Chloe. But it doesn't even matter because they are all mine. Adopted or not? Adopted or not? I have so many wonderful memories with my husband, children, and grandchildren. I am so thankful for my amazing family.
0: Mrs. Harris Finch, that is a truly touching story. Now, if I recall something you said, you said that you wanted to become a lawyer after you saw Tom Robinson's trial. Do you believe that if you had not witnessed that trial, you could be doing something else with your
1: life? Yes. Before the trial, I had always wanted to be a teacher. I believe that if I had not witnessed the trial, I would probably be in a classroom teaching, preferably English. You had said that
0: you worked as a lawyer for 40 years. You must have had many impactful cases. What case
1: had the biggest impact on your life? If I had to name one case that impacted me the most, it would have to be the case of The State vs. Williams While I can't go public with the details of the case, I can say that it hit close to home. Because I was a criminal defense attorney, I was defending Mr. Williams. The case itself shook me to the core. I had never seen a man so horribly wronged by the State as Mr. Williams was. After that, after the trial, which we lost, I practically had to reevaluate my views on the world.
0: I understand how that truly impacted your life, Mrs. Harris Finch. This is a beautiful case. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful night.